Welcome back to Sports Call, Tiger 95.9, the Tiger.fm, and the Tiger Communications app. Ryan LaVoy, Tom Peavy, and Cam Berry with you here on this Wednesday afternoon. And we are now pleased to go back to our Auburn Bank phone line now and welcome on Cole Pinkston of On3 and Auburn Live uh, onto the show today. Cole, the time is greatly appreciated during this uh, busy recruiting season. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. We have a lot to recap over the last uh, couple of weeks. Before we even get into Big Cat Weekend, we want to start with uh, one of the big recruits that, that committed prior to Big Cat Weekend in the form of Demarcus Riddick. And, of course, we've talked uh, a lot throughout the offseason, some of these targets, but Riddick felt like maybe he popped up a little more recently than, than some of the others. Take us through the process in trying to flip Demarcus Riddick from Georgia. Yeah, he, you know, it really didn't it didn't seem like a clear, you know, like it was possible for Auburn to get him until late. Um, he was committed to Georgia, and then, of course, Alabama came on strong. You probably, you know, saw the uh, video of him getting out of Nick Saban's car at, at 8A at Alabama. So, you know, it was it, a lot of Auburn fans sort of wrote him off as going to Alabama or Georgia. And then it, it was just consistency from Auburn, from Josh Aldridge, the linebacker's coach, and from Hugh Freeze, and they made him a priority. And, uh, you know, we actually, at Auburn Live, we had his grandmother on the show, and she told us that he told his dad on the way home from his Alabama official visit that he was going to Auburn. And that they had made that impression on him, and, you know, the relationship was too strong not to go there. So before we talk some of the particulars and some of the recruits at Big Cat Weekend, Cole, this it kind of summarize how – this compared to recent years. I mean, we we talked it up on the show way more than we have previous years. Just in terms of numbers and quality of player and just all that, the even the even the vibes. Just how was that compared to the last few years for Big Cat Weekend? Yeah, well, you had you had several guys that were that had a five star ranking that were there. You had a lot of guys with a four star ranking that were there. I think fifty seven total was the final count. And just about every single one of those guys is a four or five star or will be, or it's very close to it. So the list, first of all, the visitors list was amazing, I thought. And then, of course, you know, getting the ball rolling with DeMarcus Riddick sort of, it, it, it helped hype up Big Cat Weekend because then it became very clear, hey, you know, Auburn can win a battle like that against Alabama or Georgia. Because you're going into Big Cat with a guy like five-star receiver Perry Thompson, who's committed to Alabama, going to be there. You know, what was going to happen with that? That was the big storyline heading in. And uh, as you know, you know Auburn won out there. And then looking at uh, KJ Bolton, who's expected to make his commitment on August 5th, uh, Cole. You know, it seemed like Auburn was kind of out of it. Um, and then it seemed like now it, it, you know, it, Auburn has picked up a lot of steam. I'm pretty sure I read a quote that said that now Auburn's in his top two. Um, that that Hugh Freeze has made such a such a impact there, especially at Big Cat Weekend. So uh, it seems like maybe it's down to Auburn and and FSU at this point. Uh, so talk about that. How, how do you think Auburn stands? What are his chances? Yeah, I think this this recruitment is about as fluid as any recruitment I've covered. Um, K.J. Bolden, five-star guy from Buford, Georgia. You know, Auburn was not being mentioned too much with him for a good majority of this recruitment. And, and then they get him there for Big Cat Weekend. He sort of experiences, you know, Perry Thompson flipping from Alabama to Auburn. He sees all these things go down. Of course, um, 
we had been told that Auburn was making a move before that visit, but I think the visit sort of drove home that to him, you know, that, that he's the top target and Auburn's, Auburn's in this thing. That's what, that's what we're hearing. Well, I certainly would not count out Georgia, and uh, some of the reports are that Georgia sort of run third, but I think that Georgia's firmly in the mix. I think Florida State is, and I think Auburn is. Those are the three we're watching as, as the week goes on into his announcement, and, and, you know, I think it could be any of the three as of today. Auburn has been very busy with the five-star players, Cole, as you know, and as we've we've seen the last few weeks. But, of course, landing Perry Thompson on Big Cat Weekend from Alabama, that had been somebody that had felt like had been on Auburn's radar for pretty early on in, in the Hugh Freeze recruiting process and that sort of thing. And, and then, of course, the cool commitment – uh, and we'll get to Malcolm Simmons too, but a cool commitment, and then they throw Coach Freeze in the pool. Uh, talk about talk about that atmosphere, and then uh, ultimately Perry Thompson's decision there. Yeah, well, you know, it it was somewhat telling to us. Um, the last time we saw Perry Thompson was when he was finishing up his official visit at Auburn in June, and he told us that he wanted to make a final decision between Auburn and Alabama uh, before his senior season started, and well. When he tweeted out he was going to be at Big Cat Weekend, you know, we, we kind of went on alert. Like, is this possibly when it could happen? And uh, the closer it got, the more we heard that, yes, you know, Auburn is going to is going to pull this off. They're going to make the flip here. And if you followed Auburn recruiting, it's not something they've been doing, you know, flipping a five-star from Alabama or getting five stars in general. So, for a lot of reasons, I mean, now you have a staff who believes they can do anything. And that's why there's some confidence with K.J. Bolden because it's something that they haven't been able to do in years. And, and, and Hugh Freeze and his staff, this is their first full class, and he's done it even before they've showed anything on the field. And that's why, you know, Auburn fans are rejuvenated right now. Auburn fans feel a lot of energy, and especially rolling into fall camp here. So um, they're doing things that we, we have not seen done at Auburn in a long time or in recent history. We always talk about momentum like on, on a sports field, on – uh, in a basketball game, in a football game, just something that it's hard to quantify, but you just feel it. You feel it in a stadium. You feel it in an arena. Talk about momentum on the recruiting cycle, though, or the recruiting trail, because it feels like, Cole, this is just such a real momentum. So so what happens? Like, like it, how real is the momentum right now? Is it just simply word of mouth to the next recruit and to the next recruit that, hey, this is for real, this is fun, this is where you should be? Like, just talk about what recruiting momentum means and, and how Auburn is, is, is really using it to their advantage right now. I would say that it was word of mouth at first. And that's all you can really go by until you have something to show on the field. Because I truly believe that helps with the recruiting when, when you're winning games and when you're showing guys that you are actually flipping the program around on the field because that's where it matters most. But um, going into Big Cat Weekend, you know, the guys had not seen that done before. Uh, the recruits, I'm, I'm saying, you know, they saw DeMarcus Riddick, they saw that happen, and they went, wow, you know, that's a big deal. But then they got to see it in person. They watched Perry Thompson flip to Auburn in front of the entire um, Big Cat Weekend group. And that was strategic. That was something they wanted to do on purpose to, to show other recruits, you know, it, you know if, if we want you, we're going to go after you and we're going to have a chance with you. Uh, it's sort of a statement, I guess you would say. So to me, that was really important. I thought that Big Cat Weekend is – that's why you have that kind of event, to, to prove to other recruits. You know, we can land the top guys. We can get them here at Auburn. 
Talking to Cole Pinkston of On3 and Auburn Live today on this Wednesday edition of Sports Call. Cole, as we also look at the commitment of, of Malcolm Simmons, also on uh, Big Cat Weekend on that Saturday uh, out of Benjamin Russell High School, not too far from here. Talk a little bit about what the, the Tigers are getting in Malcolm Simmons. And, and then again, of course, I guess another another big-time target that uh, worked out uh, kind of timeline-wise to be able to commit on Big Cat Weekend. Yeah, Malcolm Simmons is a four-star guy with us at home three. Uh, I'm very impressed by him as an athlete. I've seen him in person twice now. He was at Auburn's camp, and he was very impressive. Uh, he and Bryce Kane were the two guys that stood out that day, and Bryce has already committed to Auburn, a receiver. Um, Malcolm Simmons is a guy that Auburn's quarterback commit, Walker White, was overly impressed with and at the camp went to Coach Breeze and all those guys and said, hey, you know, what's the deal with this guy? He, he's the real deal, and it sort of snowballed from there. It, it, Auburn really ramped up the, the recruiting effort, and there was no doubt in Malcolm Simmons' mind where he wanted to be. As soon as Auburn sort of gave him the green light and said, hey, we're going to recruit you and we want you in the class, he was in. He didn't wait any longer. So, Cole, I'm curious with this being the first full year of the new football facility, because we make a big deal about it. Obviously, Auburn put a lot of resources resources into it, a lot of money. Maybe it doesn't factor in that much at all, but from what you've heard, from what you've talked about uh, with recruits, how much does this new facility plan? Do, do these do these high school players mention it a lot, or just kind of how is this facility coming up in recruiting talks? Yeah, I think I think they do. I think a lot of guys mention it and, and usually aren't prompted. They, they'll say something along the lines of, you know, the new facility is awesome, um, you know, loved it, that kind of thing. So we've heard that a lot. I think maybe it's wearing off just a touch just because a lot of these guys have been there multiple times. Now it's just the normal over there that they have this really nice facility. Of course, you have to remember um, everybody that's in the upper level of college football is going to have really nice facilities, and Auburn had to get on board with that. So it's, I guess it's a good thing for Auburn that that's not something that a recruit would go. Uh, that's, not, that's the reason I'm not going off. That's no longer a thing because the facilities are top notch. And Cole, you mentioned that um, you know you mentioned Walker White there for a second, saying you know asking about these players and saying how oh, this guy's a real real deal, different things like that. How does how has it seemed like a, having a player like him who's a hundred percent bought into the program uh, for twenty twenty four and and in that recruiting class? How do you think that impact has um, has affected how Hugh Freeze has been able to recruit uh, for that class? Well, it's one thing having a guy that, you know, helps you recruit that's committed and a high-profile recruit, but it's another thing when that guy's a quarterback. And I don't know if y'all have seen Walker White in person, but he's he resembles Tim Tebow a good bit. He he's really big, does. 220, 230-pound guy, 6'4". He commands a lot of attention, and, and uh, he, he wants to. He talks well. You know, he's... He, he's uh, good with other guys, good with other families, and he really puts a lot of effort into that. When he chose Auburn, he was in, and now he feels like he's part of it, and he's part of the coaching staff helping recruit. That's what he feels like, and that's what he does at all these events. I, you know, I've heard that he was a big deal in Malcolm Simmons' recruitment. I heard he was a big deal in Perry Thompson's, and it makes sense. These guys are receivers. They want to have a good quarterback when they get to Auburn. Uh, Cole, when you're uh, looking at just the staff in general and how they're recruiting – I sit there and I look at a guy like DeAndre Carter from out of uh, uh, California. 
Uh, what does it say about this staff that they're not afraid to go all the way to California to try to get a guy like DeAndre Carter when a lot of schools tend to focus in their region? It seems like this this staff is ready to reach out to the entire country to try to bring guys to Auburn. Well, number one, just to be completely honest, I, I think it's risky. Um, right. Because you look, you look at Auburn's class right now, they don't have any offensive line commit, of course. You, you, they did just get a guy from Northwestern to transfer in who's got four years, Dylan Senda. So that helps you a little bit. Uh, but, you know, usually Auburn has stayed around the, the state of Alabama and Georgia, Georgia Florida, yeah. and, and gotten their offensive line class. But they, they have reached out and gone to different guys. And and uh, I, I didn't believe it at first, but it sounds like Auburn's in really good shape to land DeAndre Carter. And him coming back for Big Cat, you know, less than a month before the last time he was there, I think was really telling. So, um I like Auburn there. I think they got a great shot, and you know, props to them for going that far and getting a guy like that. I think, you know, Ben Agamawa, who is the tight ends coach, who's from that area of the country, really helps in that recruitment. And there's other other factors as well. But with offensive line not having many commits right now, or not having any, you know, that's something big for him, and they use that to their advantage. Cole, we'll start to close with this. Uh, over the next month, of course, we're going to go through the, the dead period now up until August 31st. So what does this next month look like? How many how many players will commit, uh, not only to Auburn, but but to just across the country? Is the, is the dead period usually a pretty quiet commitment deadline, or do these recruits kind of get together and, and think about what just happened the month of July and, and send in a bunch of commitments? Just what does this next month uh, kind of look like there? You know, uh, lately – the big trend has been, you know, guys want to commit before they start their senior seasons of football. And uh, a lot of guys are off the board right now, or I put air quotes around that, off the board, committed to places um, in June and July. There's really not too many guys around the country who are uncommitted, but I think a lot of those guys are going to come off the board as well in August. I mean, we know of four guys, well, five guys right now that are top Auburn targets, they have dates set, and they're going to be doing it in August right before their season starts. So I think there's something about the guys going into their senior season and they play other teams and they go, oh, that guy's committed to Auburn and that guy's committed to, you know, Florida. So that's a big deal, and it's become a new trend. I think that's going to be, uh, you know, that's here to stay. It almost feels like signing day, but it's not. They're just committing right now. Yeah, we've we've noticed again that uh, Auburn fifteenth in the on three rankings, but again their number of commits being at fourteen is one of the lowest totals of anyone in the top thirty. It's their uh, there's high recruiting average that's put them up there and put them in a, a pretty good spot. So it stands to reason. Yeah, if a lot of teams have twenty twenty five kids already, not too many more guys yeah. on the board. Cole, we certainly do appreciate the time today. How can our listeners uh, follow your work and the team at on three and, uh, and Auburn Live? Yes, sir. It's AuburnLiveOn3.com, and, and usually it's nine ninety nine a month, but right now you can get it for X. You can actually get it for $1, uh, and that's only holding up until the start of fall camp, which is coming very soon. So definitely get in there and get that $1 deal. And then when your time's up on that deal, you will uh, want to stick around. I'll, I'll put it that way. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate the time today, Cole. Uh, and uh, again, we're excited for football to be here, but also excited about all the recruiting stuff that you you put out for us. And uh, again, uh, we look forward to talking to you again down the line. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. And that is Cole Pinkston of On3 and Auburn Live joining us today on Sports Call. We're going to go to our next timeout of the show. Back with more right after this. <laughs> 